This is Our Point with Zach and Carmen. Hello. Happy New Year. Oh my God, I haven't talked to you in so long. Can you believe we made it? I, I, I actually can't. I kind of thought there was going to be like another Y2K. <laughs> you know, like that yes. would have been a fitting end to 2020. Like actually the world collapsed. Just massive blackouts across yes. the globe. To be fair, I haven't tried to turn on the TV or access my bank yet. So fair game. Anything's fair Ooh, game. It's a good point. Neither have I. So, but the internet works. So, the internet works. My computer fired up. So, that means that it didn't implode. Wasn't that the thing with Y2K? Yeah, I think the so. Computers weren't going to work. I was in rural Minnesota during Y2K, as were you, I imagine. Yep, yep, yep. Just praying to hang on. Thank God we had Bill Clinton to get us through that. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. good leadership. Um, what have you been up to? I feel like I haven't talked to you in so long. Side note. For everybody in the podcast, we talk every day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean last night? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's been like 12 hours. Um, what have I been up to? I saw people recently. Oh, my God. Like in that the was wild? Really, that was really exciting. I saw my whole family, which yeah, that remains to be seen if that was a good idea. But it was really fun while it happened. <laughs> The best we part about together. it is, is Carmen and her family were all supposed to quarantine and, you know, for like 10 days or whatever. 10 days ahead of time. I was like, could everyone please get on board with this? And then they get together and her mom lets slip. Well, mom's just telling a story and she's like, oh, and something. And then we were at the bar. What was that? Uh, a week ago, Wednesday. And I'm not paying attention until I hear like, what? What? What's, what's the math on that? It's not 10 <laughs> days, people. <laughs> Tell you that. Well, I mean, she but tried. Sarah and Brian were on board, so. I love that. I love that about your mom, that she tried, but she's a bad liar, so. Well. Oh, well. So I had family, I had Christmas with family, and then last night for New Year's Eve, I sat in one of the igloos. Yes. At Fernson Brewing, which was super fun with some uh, old Prairie Brewery coworkers. Was it warm in there? Uh, no. Well, we were at the three o'clock slot, so we did have a good hour of sun. Maybe not an hour. Maybe so. Like, they don't have a heater inside. They do. They have the world's smallest space <laughs> heater, and we we dressed. I had leggings under my jeans, coats, blankets, boots, the whole deal. Um, but it was kind of fascinating how cold it got when the sun went behind. Um, hmm. And then you only got it for 90 minutes and then they came in and they sanitized and they let it air out and then the next people got to go in. Right. Who was my friend Jenny Lockhart. So then I got to see her unexpectedly. That's fun. We've looked at doing one of those for like for breakfast, for brunch. Mm -hmm. um, and we decided that it was just going to be too chilly. So we didn't do it, but they look fun. Oh, well, I mean, half of it. I mean, it's better than sitting outside. A hundred percent. So, you know, it's kind of a wind block. And but you know how much, how big of a fan I am about sitting outside and eating yes, in general? I know, you, I know you don't care for that. No, it's so dumb. If I wanted to eat with the bugs, we would be Neanderthals. But you wouldn't have bugs. A, it's winter. B, there's an igloo. So. Yeah, there's just frostbite. There's just frostbite. That's the only thing no you have to worry about. There was no frostbite. Simmer down. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and then I had, for my fancy New Year's Eve meal... 
lobster ravioli from mm. our wine bar. It was so yummy. And then I bought the wine that they paired with it, which was a Viognier blend of uh, white wine from Australia. Australia? So that's my. I listened to my book like and I ate my fancy meal and I was asleep by 10. Oh, sounds lovely. I, I don't even know where to start with what has happened since <laughs> the podcast season ended. It's going to be a long one, folks. I don't even know. Like, first off, Thanksgiving happened. So there was that. And oh God, then, I forgot about Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was yeah. a thing that happened. And then um, I finished my first semester of grad school and miraculously – I got a B in the world, the class that I was praying to get a C minus in. So that was, again, either the professor clearly didn't actually look at things and just assigning a grade, <laughs> which I am thankful for, or I am way smarter than I thought I was. So that's a thing. I also, okay, let's be honest. I have an impulse control problem and I have started Shocking. a new hobby. Oh, have, hold on. I wasn't. Yep. Woo! Yep. I dropped a bomb there on us. No I, warning. I started a new hobby overnight. <laughs> and that is I am now a crazy person with saltwater aquariums. You heard that right. <laughs> overnight I decided I needed an aquarium. So I quickly pulled the trigger and bought a fish tank. I have two two Nemos, I have a dory fish, I have some other fish, I have an anemone, I have all kinds of things. And let's this started the beginning of December, right? I think it was the beginning of December. And to be fair, Carmen told me no. Yes, it was she did. Bad bad idea. And I didn't like, say bad idea because Zach doesn't have any hobbies. So I did think like, oh you yeah, a hobby actually would be uh, good. Um, do you want to tell us how much money you've spent on your new hobby? Nope. Nope. We can't do that because Michael listens to the podcast, <laughs> so we cannot talk about that. So that was why I said I was like, hobbies are really expensive. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, like any impulse decision and hobby that I've decided to get involved in, I go from zero to a hundred in about mm, three seconds. So mm -hmm. we went from one fish tank in the beginning of December to now I have three. What? Oh, yeah. I haven't told you this yet because I thought this would be a perfect place to do it on the podcast. So um, I have a fish tank upstairs in my office. And then I was like... Big fish tank upstairs in the office. Well, it's like 30 gallons. Not huge. Then I was like... It's no fish bowl. I need, I need a bigger one. I need a bigger habitat for my fish so I can get more fishies. What? So then I started, you know scrounging through the Facebook marketplace and Craigslist and just seeing what I could find. I bought a 180 gallon fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> and it is going to be amazing. Is this what you had eventually you wanted in the downstairs guest room? Yep. Yep. I just decided that I needed it immediately. Was this Michael Ewald's doing? No, it wasn't. He, he, told me no he told me that well he didn't tell me no because the reality is what i have learned with impulse decisions is you do it before the people can tell you no mm -hmm. i just sent mm -hmm. you a picture of what i picked up on facebook marketplace it doesn't look like this now I've, I've started my cleaning process of my new tank but 
let me tell you, I have, I'm going to cut a hole in the wall and then I'm going to run the pipes into the laundry room. I have another tank where all my filters are going to go through. This is going to be like a this whole is taller thing. than me. Well, I'm not going to use this huge stand. I, I will post a picture on, on the, the Twitters or the Facebooks or something so people can understand what I am getting involved in. But I the bottom like stand is not going to be there, but we, I can fit inside of it. Like I can get inside of it and still have enough room to like turn around. Like this might be my hot tub. I don't know. I have options. But this is a fantastic hobby. I have now spent all of my work day watching YouTube videos and I have joined a reef to reef community online and I have a profile and I have a build thread. This I'm in it to win it. I'm so happy for you. Well, wait till you come and see. You're going to be like amazed that you live when you come and stay that you're basically in Fuji. You're going to have just the ocean in front of you. Oh, I am looking forward to that. Um, I mean, this is a new and improved guest suite in the basement because you know you already stay at the Hilton downstairs, so now you're just going to have... I do like the guest suite. We're going to move it up. Maybe you're at a Westin now. I don't know. It's going to be great. Well, there better be some lotion in my bathroom then. Oh, I mean, maybe. It's bad I'm for the fish. It's the Westin. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my new hobby that I picked up. Wow. And what else? First off, Christmas also happened in between there. And I was yep. such a good boy for Christmas this year. I had so many presents. And my family, we do it where everybody buys presents for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's great. I love it. No drawing names it. for the Nistlers. No, no. Why? Why ruin Christmas? So to be fair, we don't have like little kids in our family yet, right? Nobody has children's. So everybody is an adult, basically. We have one that is 17. And so we started opening presents at six o'clock and we do the whole thing where like everybody goes around in a circle and one at a time and do the thing. We as adults open presents until after 1030. <laughs> and this is the first year that I can remember. Cause I'm sure it happened as a kid, obviously that I was the one with the most presents and ended. I, Oh, you know, you go around and you're like, Oh, you don't have any presents. Oh, Oh, you don't. Oh, I do. So I, I got, a tool storage shop. I got a air compressor. I got shirts. I got shoes. I got books and albums and uh, gift cards. Carmen, I did not know that I was so good. This is the benefit of 2020 when you can't be outside and around people to piss them off. <laughs> you get good things. Well, watch out next year. I know. What did you get? Uh, well, I was also very good and shipped to my door, unbeknownst to me, came an enormous piece of furniture. It's not Ooh. quite, it's not quite taller than me, but it's giant, um, giant box in my tiny house. Uh, cause Zach bought me a TV stand with a fireplace in it. I did. Uh, which I have not put together yet because I am intimidated by the setup, but that is on the list of things for this long weekend. So Carmen's always cold. She wants a fireplace desperately in her house, which I have heard about four years. I, I do. Because I, I have an old tiny house. It should have a fireplace in it. It should. She watches a fireplace on Netflix and <laughs> thinks it's fun. And she also talks true. about it. 
<laughs> and I was for years I've been, you know, they have these little electric fireplaces in councils that will work. They will suffice. They put out good heat. And she's never pulled the trigger on it. So I pulled the trigger on it and got it for her for Christmas. Now it arrived well before Christmas. It arrived at least like two, three weeks ago, right? Two weeks ago? Three weeks two ago? weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. She has no excitement to put this very fancy, very nice gift together. There she is excitement. There's also dread. Also, to be fair, when you told me about the present, because we got drunk and he was like, I need to tell you what I got you. Well, uh, because there was going to be a huge box that showed up at your house. <laughs> uh, he's like, well, I'm going to have to come to South Dakota and put it together for you. And then immediately backpedaled on that offer and was like, oh, I'm sorry, there's a pandemic and I cannot come put that together for you. No, no. I mean, I feel like I did enough. (laughs) (laughs) So I will get that put together this weekend and then I will post a picture of it so everyone can see my amazing... Everybody, she told me she was going to put it together last weekend. Yeah, but... It was Christmas. I didn't want to. <laughs> but I did take down my tree and vacuumed and put the house back together. So I'm ready. Okay. I'm so excited. I just want it. I mean, have somebody come over and help you. What's Roberta doing? Tell Phil. Well, Phil's gone. I don't know. Kate, what's she doing? She's. I know, right? Well, I'll get it together. I can, I can do things. Yeah. You're, you're a college educated woman. You can do things. I can, I can put things together. I had that one semester of scene shop. Yeah, it can't be that hard. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So that was my that was my big. Um, I also got this mug, and I know you can't see it because you're very far from the screen. I can but see it. Very, very, very tiny print. Oh, where's the you camera? Have to put it in front of the camera. Uh, it says Nosy little something. Nosy little fucker, aren't you? Because <laughs> you have to get really, really close to the mug to read it. Uh, uh, and Sarah got me this. That's really funny. And she thought it was super, super funny. Um, and I couldn't decide between Irish coffee and my new mug or mimosa because it's both mm. morning and New Year's Day. So I made both. So I'm, I have a little celebration station my, over here. I'm, I'm just drinking coffee. My plan was during the break to then switch to champagne because we opened some last night. We actually got together with all of our neighbors. We have a really good group of neighbors around us. And so there's four couples and because we're in the pandemic, I mean, we live 20 feet from each other, right? I can stick my hand out and touch their house. We all just all got on Zoom and we played this thing called Jack Jackbox or Jackbox, something like that. It's basically like online games that you can play together. So there's trivia games and board games and you play with your phone. Anyways, it was really fun. So nice. I have leftover champagne from that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crack that after the break. This is the dregs of the champagne, which is why it's in the tiny glass, because I normally make mimosas and big glasses. Well, you're fancy. It's 2021. I know. I'm just mm, dainty. That's me. So <laughs> dainty. So dainty. Um, speaking of 2021, do you think we're going to get more money? Like Joe Biden's going to give us fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a person or something? I don't – I want to say yes. I think okay. he's going to try. Yeah. Um, obviously, if we win the Senate, I think we could, like, count on some cash. I mean, 
I've already <laughs> spent it. <laughs> the the <laughs> mythical Joe Biden money? Yeah. I have spent the mythical $600 money that is supposed to be coming to me. I haven't seen that yet. On your fish tank? I mean, on all kinds of things, you know, a couple hundred there, a couple things there. I mean, this shit adds up. I'm stimulating the economy. And I'm buying, to be fair, at local small businesses. You would be very, very impressed with me. Facebook Marketplace? Well, yeah, but like all the little fish things are coming from- Mm, Good point, good point. Local fish stores, which I have noticed in the reefing community, are called LFSs. Local fish store? Yep. Yep. That's the lingo. I am. Well, that's part of being a part of a hobby community is that you you get to know the lingo. Never experienced this before. Now, is there, because much like when I became a crazy houseplant lady, Mm -hmm. there is a Facebook community for people like me. Yes. Have you joined the Facebook community for people like you? Yes. There's about 12 of them that I have joined. Excellent. And there's Excellent. local ones. There's national. It's my, I have an, I, I'm a, a profile, a profile on the internet that has, you know, again, this on reef to reef. So if you're really bored and want to go check out the reefing community, I have a build thread with pictures and talking about my plans. And then other people jump in and tell me what they would do. We're figuring out how I'm going to aquascape my new habitat. I mean, oh my. you're going all out. So yes, I have joined the Facebook communities, the online communities. I kind of feel like I'm back in the day and I'm on like a Yahoo groups or, you know, yeah. something a little bit shady where people, where all the pervs hung out. <laughs> kind of feel like that's what my life has become again. It's great. Oh. This oh is what God. happens during a pandemic. We had an SDSU theater kid Yahoo group, and it <laughs> is one of my most favorite things that Facebook killed because once we all got on Facebook, nobody used it. But like we used to set up our reunions, and that's how people could get in touch with other people, and, and like people hired other people for jobs, and love good Yahoo group. I know. I can't. RIP. I can't imagine if we were able to go back and see what was said or posted. It'd be <laughs> horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. I uh, One of my regrets is that I shut down my MySpace account before I had a chance to hook it up to any of my like memories or like time hop app because that would be where the embarrassing content lies for I was me. Like, I can only imagine how dramatic your early MySpace content was. I distinctly remember, because they had a blog function, mm-hmm. and I distinctly remember writing a blog about how I lost a wet t-shirt contest <laughs> in Kansas City. No, not Kansas City. Um, what's another town in Kansas? Topeka? No, bigger than Topeka. It's the other town in Kansas. I don't know. Anyway, I Deb and I went on a road trip to the national yeah. debate tournament. Let's let's, let's back this up. <laughs> like, skip. The, who cares about the blog post? <laughs> I have never heard that you entered a wet T-shirt contest. Well, it's a great story. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I want, like you're going for a debate. I mean, I know you very very well. Just I have a mental picture of what's your wet shirt contest performance looked like and i wish i would have seen it in person well because it i'm i mean 
because I'm your friend, I'm so surprised you lost. Thank you. So I was also surprised I lost, (laughs) which is what the blog post was about because ultimately, like, I was totally in it for the skin to win. I was just going to wait for, like, round two or three. And I got out in the first round. So you And you, I was in my twenties, so they were higher then and they were they were resplendent. They were beautiful. I guess, but were you like the first round you were in like a black t shirt so you couldn't see anything or what? No, I think we were we were all we all got pasties and white shirts. Okay. And I think it was Wichita. That was the town I was trying to think of. Okay. And um it was the rodeo club because I th- bought a baby tea from there essentially <laughs> um yeah and i lost this wet t-shirt contest and i was so disappointed so did they put you in like a pool and you just like poured water on yourself what did you do tell me we like- run a we run a stage they lined up the gals on a stage okay and then i think somebody came over and poured water on us and oh. then i don't know if it was like by applause Oh no! You also, just... how did Deb and I find the rodeo club? Like, that's the uh, I'm now trying to figure out. Like, how? Yes, <laughs> I mean, you sound wild, but knowing you, you're just probably the young theater nerds, and you find you think that showing up at a cowboy bar in Wichita. So think of the crowd that that a wet t-shirt contest is a good idea is hilarious to me. Well, I mean, it wasn't a bad idea. <laughs> no. Fine. Did Deb fine also, idea. Did Deb also participate? She did not. She, because she was the coach. Like, this is when we lived together in Brookings. So we she were. She was the wet t-shirt coach. No, she was the, she was the debate <laughs> coach. Oh, I wanted to be. She did not have kids in the tournament. We just went down because Kansas was so close. We wanted to go, like, watch the tournament. Okay. that's what theater mm-hmm. kids do for fun. Yeah. And Again, while we were there, audience. we're like, we should go clubbing. Okay. And then there was a wet t-shirt contest. And I was like, oh my God, I'm totally in. And that's how I ended up losing a wet t-shirt contest in Kansas. <laughs> they also would not play, was it Toxic? By Britney Spears? Yeah, there was a, whatever song was really big, um, they wouldn't play it. Because they were like, that's not really a dance song. And I was like, what? Um, it is in South Dakota. <laughs> Fucking Kansas. Uh, uh, everything about this has gotten better. I'm just now imagining you wet t-shirt contest on top of a bar trying to dance to Britney Spears. It was on a stage. Toxic. I was not on a bar. Uh, and that uh, was just me trying to get the DJ to play like a song I wanted. <laughs> trying to argue with him in the in a club. Uh, no, no, it really is. It really is a dance song. That's amazing. Everything about that's great. Do you think you have a picture of that somewhere? Does that live somewhere? No, I do not feel like Deb took a picture of me <sighs> in the t-shirt contest, which Damn. I agree is a total bummer. It's a total bummer. She's that's strike, strike against our. Yeah, well, now I know. Twenty-year friendship. I am just gonna like to say that Deb was the wet t-shirt contest coach. I like that idea. That's also fine. I like. She idea. would also be fine with that. that All right, I'm ready to switch to a mimosa. So okay, it's time to get Break. boozy. All right, you got your mimosa? I got it. it it's full. It's actually just champagne. <laughs> so I'm ready for this. Just a splash, splash of vitamin D. Just a splash. Keeps keeps the COVID away. Um, so I 
one of my favorite things about 2020. So I have not um, pulled the trigger on TikTok yet. It's amazing. I spend all of my day on it in between reef community stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I do like it when people put really good TikToks on Twitter. So I found (laughs) one earlier this year and his name is Wildland Mike. Great name. And he was not on Twitter yet, but somebody put his TikTok on there. And uh, he was, there were all these conspiracy theories about the wildfires out in California. And so he responded to one of these videos and I must have watched it a hundred times and it was so funny. And his video went viral so now he's also he, very good looking oh my god he's so hot which i'm yeah. sure has something to do with it yeah he's a hot firefighter holy crap yes. so with his newfound fame then he like started a twitter and then he really loves oreos so he's doing all of this like unpaid content for oreos which is super <laughs> funny he's just incredibly wholesome and um does not seem to be an asshole at all well then he was like oh my gosh you guys i just gotta I just got the weird okay okay it seems real i have an audition for the bachelor (laughs) oh my god so he um he took his newfound fame so my article is from uh ktnv las vegas which is their abc affiliate (laughs) viral tiktok firefighters calendar helps families of fallen firefighters so he took his viral fame and he created a hot firefighter calendar for 2021 and both men and women Mm. it's available for 25 dollars. a hundred percent of the proceeds go to the eric marsh foundation which is to support families of fallen firefighters because he talks about how a majority of firefighters are seasonal so they only fight fire in the summer and they're not included in the benefits of a full-time firefighter so which is also still like incredibly dangerous work and their families have this huge burden and it's it it's adorable and well maybe um, one benefit of climate change is that they'll just have to be fighting fires year-round all the time all yeah. the time. There you go. Yeah. So his his firefighter calendar, it's still available. Did you get a it, you get a preview of some of the pictures? Well, they included uh yeah. I Are they is he shirtless? Like tell me what I'm gonna get. Twenty five dollars, what do I get? Because if I yeah. have to deal with like every other page being a lady, there better be some good pictures. The, so he includes a placeholder, like a stocking stuffer placeholder in case you didn't get your calendar in time for Christmas. So he is shirtless with a, um, not an axe, but uh, something slung over his shoulder. There's another hot shirtless guy snuggling a koala. There's a different hot shirtless guy with a little, a little chick, little duck, little chick duck on his shoulder, but he got with suspenders. Oh, I'm pulling. Um, I pulled it up. Yeah, there's the some ladies good, all have their shirts on. There's some good content. Also, that thing that the guy has over his shoulder is a chainsaw. Chainsaw. Thank you. I was like, it's a thing, but it's not an axe. Anyway, a lady also has a chainsaw. Yeah, because ladies her. can do things. Ladies yeah. can do things now. 
Okay. So airforcefoundation.org if you need yourself a hot firefighter calendar. This dude that's holding the koala, have you been able to zoom in on this? Yeah, it's... Whoa. I'm kind of sad that he's so small in the preview picture. (laughs) Well, maybe if you got the the big calendar, it would be a big picture. Oh, maybe... But it's... It's pretty pretty great. So uh, if you want to fire, I don't know what he is on TikTok, but I imagine it's Wildland Mike. I um, love because I saw the first picture, the first thing. Because uh, who are these dumbasses that think that the wildfires are fake? <laughs> like, who <laughs> who are you? Like, where where does that come from? Do you live? Do you live like underwater in Waterworld, and you don't think fires are real? Do you think everybody's lying to you? Like, who are these people? My favorite comment on the video that he debunked, because she was like, isn't it suspicious? Isn't it? Isn't it a coincidence that the fires end at the United States border? Like, what? And he was like, it's a United States map. It's a a USGS map. If you want to see the Canadian wildfires, you have to look at a Canadian map. (laughs) I feel like we did a podcast about that. We, we, talked may, about we may have because I, uh, I enjoy him. So we may have talked about him before. Yeah. So now he has a hot calendar. Well, maybe I should buy, maybe I should buy a calendar. 25 bucks goes to a good cause and there's koalas in it. I know. I just found this. That's not true. I had it saved in my pocket for a podcast. So I guess I could have bought this sooner, but <sighs> if there's I, somebody that you forgot, uh, to get a Christmas gift for here's your chance. Well, I directly to I'm going to support the firefighters. I'm I'm going I'm going to buy one. So, Michael, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a new wall decoration. I feel uh, like it would fit really well in your office. I think so. I think so as well. Well, in 2020, we learned how much we all love the cops, how much we love the police, <laughs> and all the good things that they're they're out there doing. And so as I was scrolling, you know, the plethora of good stories that were happening while we were on break, I ran across one that I thought is worth discussing. And of course, this is uh, an incident, a kerfuffle that happened in Belgium, but it was published in Out um, by Donald Pagett, and it's, it's titled, Orgy Guests Thought Cops Were Part of the Fun and unzipped their pants. So um, apparently you can have like big orgies in Belgium under normal circumstances, and that's all fine and well. But of course, we're dealing with COVID, and COVID ruins all good things, and they had to put a limit on the number of people that you can have at your orgy. Well, this partygoer who organized the orgy, because there is always an organizer of these orgies, right? That puts it all together and matches the correct amount ratio of, you know, tops to bottoms in the verses. And, you know, you got to make sure you have a good mix because God forbid you show up and there's 12 tops and one bottom and just, you know, that's a lot that's of work. That's not for a good one. ratio. It's a lot of work for one person. So <laughs> anyways, they organized and they invited the appropriate number of folks of people who had quarantined and, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, the original limit was 10 virus-free attendees. Yep, yep. And so they were mm. doing well. You remember back when we had that NSFW club that, you know, they wore gloves and, you know, everything was kosher. Well, these people 
didn't obey the rules and they brought guests with them. That's what they say. That's where it went wrong. As all of a sudden, people showed up with other guests who weren't originally invited. And before you know it, more people than allowed at the orgy. Well, then somebody called the cops on them. Rude. Well, Rude. and they believe that it was a rival orgy organizer who was <laughs> upset. There, you know, there's rivals and who gets to who to which party. So that's who they think called the cops on them. So the police show up at the orgy and people just immediately think clearly, <laughs> clearly we're going to have like the cop strippers here and we're going to, and they're going to join, right? Like I love a good theme night. We all love good theme nights. Yeah. Who doesn't like a yeah. theme night? And so they, some people went up to the cops and started unzipping their pants to take their pants off. Well, that didn't go well because they were actually police. And then the police started demanding everybody like immediately take out their identification, their IDs. And it says in the article, they were all naked. There's no IDs. There's no pockets. Like they're doing things and stuff. You can't be having clothes on. And in these orgies, you usually come with a, a, like a, a backpack or a knapsack where you put all of your, your important things together. So they mm -hmm. had, mm -hmm their bags, other places. So no IDs, which after the cops were getting their pants unzipped, they were <laughs> not in a playful mood, let's say. Um, and to make a very long story short, they all got arrested, right? Because they're breaking the rules. And one of the people that was arrested was mm -hmm. one of those homophobic policymakers, a, a member of the Hungarian parliament, who, of course, is anti-gay and says all the bad things. He was over there just hanging out with his wang out and got caught. So he had to resign because, you know, he's actually gay. But can you imagine an orgy party and then, like, the cops show up, but you think they're real cops or fake cops, and you're like, hey, let me take this belt off you. I feel like the police should have considered that before they just walked in. <laughs> yes like they should have thought to themselves self how do i make this go well because how do i not become I a bachelorette stripper during yeah. this arrest mm -hmm. well can mm -hmm. you imagine also opening the door and there's just like i don't know 20 30 people in there just getting with it and letting their freak flags fly and then you have to be serious. And then you ask them for IDs and clearly they're all buck-ass naked. Do you know what I wonder about these parties? Let me tell you. <laughs> Do you think they turn the heat up so it's like not cold in there? Or is it because like yes. all the body heat and stuff, it's going to get hot so the room's actually cold and the air conditioner is running how do we think we handle no, you, the temperature you start with a you start with a comfortable temperature because you need people to take their clothes off before all of the body heat gets going that makes sense do you think so the party organizer maybe like halfway through kicks the ac on or it, maybe it's just like a sweat den maybe it's just like you are dripping and things or fluids are everywhere what, I mean, is that what yeah, we think Yeah, I guess happens? I don't know what the temperature is in Belgium, but I feel like... Well, it had to be cold. Some dude's house, yeah. So I think it, it, he kicked up, the, kicked up the heat. Yeah. 
to make it to make it comfortable. Well, it was tropical. I mean, and he says at the end, you know, like his party filled a natural need of the community. Like we have Christmas coming. People are thirsty for meetings. (laughs) Everybody needs a meeting. That's just great. Would you ever attend an orgy party, Carmen? Not. Not in my 40s, but in my 20s, I might have considered it. Before, after the what t-shirt contest? Probably a little <laughs> after. after. Well, okay. I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm a theater kid, so how do you know I haven't already been to an orgy? It's a good point. Good point, Carmen. <sighs> Anyways, love That's these stories. They're so great. People are so creative. There were very attractive photos in our stories today. There, there were, there were, there. I, yours with the koala does take the cake, though. Mm, you, it's true. You win the award for hottest picture in the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have any parting thoughts? I, I can't wrap my head around it's New Year's Day. I don't have a parting thought. I don't All think. Right. I have a parting thought. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Get a vaccine if you're able to get a vaccine. Because mm. there's some seriousness. Fucking pray that Georgia elects two Democrats on the January on January 5th. Mm-hmm. It's coming we'll up. Talk about, we'll talk so about that. Keep our fingers and toes crossed. Um, yep. If cops show up to your orgy, believe they're real. Just like err on the side of caution. Because you do not want to get tased naked. No, that does that not sound good. No good. No, because we saw what happened on CBS when a, when you get arrested, when the cops barge in and get arrested naked. They're not nice to you, as is evident oh. by that black woman in Chicago. That who, was no good. No, like not that. good. Um, what else? What else? Um, I'm going to need a second job because I spent all my money on fish. And so we'll see what my new side hustle is in 2021. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I think we're going to be back on our regular schedule from from next week. Next week, we're back. So buckle up, everybody. 2021, here it comes. Bye. Thank you for listening to Our Point. To stay up to date and for links of the articles that we discussed in this podcast, join us on Facebook and Twitter at Our Point Podcast. If you have articles that you would like us to discuss, feel free to tag us on Facebook or Twitter, or you can also email us at ourpointpodcast at gmail.com.